89.9 KMOJ FM and KMOJ HD1, Minneapolis St. Paul. Bringing unity to the community. 89.9 KMOJ, the people's station. Welcome to Four Opinions. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or board of directors of KMOJ. Are you ready to have some real convo? Get down to it and talk about real topics? I mean, opinions are like, tune into our live podcast talk show, The Four Opinions, with your host, on-air personality, creator and CEO, Tiffany Love, featuring the legendary Walter Q. Bear Banks with empowerment life coach, L.R. Wilson, Mr. Thomas Berry, every Saturday at 8 a.m. on 89.9 KMOJ. Been looking at you all night. But that is South Ben's finest October London. Man, I was riding in the car. I was like, and uh, the music got good. Take me where? And by the way, and by the way, y'all, that that is that is his old album. He does Mm. have a new album out where he gives an old out to a fellow crooner from Chicago Mm. who's currently incarcerated. He could take me back. But with that being said, man, let's get let's get it let's get into it because. (laughs) Tiffany's hair is nappy and L.I. Wilson is crazy. So how we doing today, y'all? Good morning. Good morning, Thomas Berry. Good morning, Walter Q. Bear Banks. Latoya, it's good to see you. Well, thank you. Hey, Q, I see you sober today, too, like me. What's up, brother? How's well, it going? Um, uh, you said sober. Yeah, sober. Sober. You know me. Oh, I, I, the sober guys. Oh, I, hey, 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 you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for waking up to uh, 612-377-3456. You should know this number by heart. Yeah. And we will be calling. We had a couple of topics. That uh, we got a smorgasbord today. <laughs> I know, right, right. Um, in 24 hours. Right, a lot. But uh, shout out to October. I, I do want to just talk about that album. Yeah, it's like that old school feel good music. Y'all late, but I, I just, I'm just mad y'all late. No, um, not y'all, Tiffany. Because I'm late. remember we discussed I'm late. this. Yeah. I'm late. I was in the car and I heard it on 89.9 Camo J. And I was like, they late too. They late too. They late too. But yeah, but thank you. Um, so you know, this week we always come up with our topics because we have all these life changing things that just occur all true, week. True, you true. know. Hey, well, hold on a second. We talked about October London. Shout out to my boy Sean Smith, another fellow South Bend person out here Ooh, hey, from Sean. the West Side. West Side folks, we know how we be doing it from the Bend. What's up, my guy? Is he up early? Uh, I hope Sean is up early, man. You know what I'm saying? He out in the PZ. That's my good eye at our October eye. London. There, it got to go. We got a call yeah. Already. Wait a minute. They are early. Who was that, Jackie? No, no, we, Good morning, I, Jackie. No, no, that's not Jackie. But uh, listen to this one. Talk okay. to him, little bro. Go ahead. Thomas Berry, my mama here is not nappy. It's perfect. 
Ah! <laughs> hey, oh, that's my baby. Kid. That's right, son. Get him this hey, I'm one. Glad, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it, little boy, because I'm going to take a picture of it so everybody else can see what, it, what <laughs> you're talking <laughs> like early in the morning. Good morning, son. Yesterday he bought me a jersey that said, Good morning, baby. He bought me a jersey that said, Good morning. Yep. Thank was, you for oh, calling dope. in, son. Hey, hey that's dope. Thank you. <laughs> That no, was dope. That's, hey, that's definitely dope. That was I dope. Love it. I love it. <laughs> that was dope. It, but I'm, take, I'm taking that photo Facebook. still. <laughs> and, and I got to get one of them jerseys. Yeah, he, you saw it? It's yeah, nice. Super nice. nice. That's nice. Yeah, he bought me one. Thank you, baby. My birthday, November the 30th. Okay, y'all, let's get to it. This week, um, we was talking about uh, me and Latoya. We have all these conversations. We deal, people do not know. We call ourselves a psychosocial aid at this point. Because yes. we deal with so many dilemmas about people places and uh <laughs> people places and things that occur and you know we dissect it right. me, and my, me and my best friend we dissect everything i'm, I'm telling you so if y'all telling us y'all business we are having a meeting after the meeting to figure out how we gonna be able to diagnose it right and help you <laughs> and offer our i think so you know the thing about you know what i what i discovered about myself this this week was not knowing your own potential your potential first of all and how great you are mm-hmm. and it, it, you know it kind of made me think about like how many things in life has happened to us that we can't unlock it we you know i we notice like a lot of people go to different people and times you always talk about this as well go to people for advice yeah that has not number one you said do the work people that has not done the work people that's in uh, certain situations that they're offering advice about different things in life without even having the knowledge the knowledge right or just being able to give people this and then you're 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 questioning yourself not because you're weak and you don't know many people are just like looking for ways to elevate you know to get to a different position in life to handle things differently but we're asking the wrong people right you know what i mean Absolutely. absolutely so it was like how how can you no, because I know a lot of people is like, man, they don't like, no, y'all say they don't listen. They don't do things. No, but, you don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't listen. But how do you know that you are like potentially great or if you can influence people to to be greater? You know what I mean? I know. First of all, you if you grow up in an environment where you're never told that, mm. mm-hmm. then what, where you grow up, that's what you know. Until somebody comes along and says, oh, my God, I see you. Right. You have the mm-hmm. you have all these attributes to offer and like you are great. One thing I wanted to um, highlight is when we did our photo shoot and you saw yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. For the first time in your greatness. Right. In that moment. Like right. we, we go day in and day out, do all these things, all these things. But. Those are the defining moments when you actually see yourself like, dang, right? It's really- I am, I am, I am. Like after my, um, after my divorce, when I wait, was this after the divorce or during the breakup or during the separation? Whatever it was, right? It was at the <laughs> point in my life where I had my very first empowerment event. Man, when I tell you, I cried from the picking out of the color of the napkins. Wow. Cried when I got the floor plan. Cried because all the things I was like, I did it. Like, I knew I had this in me. What you say to me, Thomas? No, somebody saying good morning. Somebody oh, good morning. <laughs> not, not um, I know you had, like, I knew I had it in me, but to actually see that come to fruition and come to a head, it was like, oh, my God, I did it type right. of thing. But everybody don't have that. Everybody don't get that opportunity to, to see themselves in their greatness. Right. And how do men feel? I think, like, do you, we, we see, like, Thomas seemed like he was just born with knowing that he was great. Right. I was. <laughs> but no really like when you know as a 
I know so many people look at their cir- circumstances and things that they're going through, and they don't feel like that. Right. Well, I mean, you I, know? I mean, I, 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 when I say that, it's not like funny. I grew up with a family, a support system, where people actually, um, put that put that into me. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I say that, you know, when I say that, you know, I, I got older cousins who I looked up to. Uh, my cousin Diana, uh, my cousin um, Anthony, uh, my cousin Mike. Just people, I can just go down a list. My cousin uh, Wiley. Um, I can go down a list of cousins and siblings. My sister Lisa and my brother Marcus. Um, I could I could just go down that list and just talk about the people who I feel like inspired me to do certain things in certain moments. Um, and they always encourage you to be great. Right. So it's it's right. different when you got a when you got a support system and everywhere you go, people are cheering you on. Some people don't have that, and so when you come from that level of having people pushing you forward right it's a it's a little different and then it's kind of for me the difference is when i come to places like in this state people don't push you forward they try to hold you back down right they push Mm -hmm. it down so when they don't understand your confidence why do you speak so matter of fact why are you you know why do you feel unshaken uh it's, it's because I know what I the support system I got back home. I could always go back home and get a thousand times what I don't get here. And so I never worry about it. I, I know who's really riding with me. And then shout out to my homeboys, my circle of friends, whether it's from the streets or just, you know, the, the intellectual types here as well. I, I just been lucky to get a close circle of friends who it's always about we the best no matter where we at collectively and we gonna support each other on and those who don't yo they can kick rocks and smoke them so you know what i'm saying shout out to my guy uh chris too by the way he always you know listening to the show but we go all the way back from like doing music in high school and so we've always had collectively everybody around me we've always gotten that that's why when i first came around you and i told you like yo sleeping on yourself you know what i'm saying like hey yo you you playing the back you should be playing the front mm-hmm. because you playing the back to somebody who ain't got talent. You t- you playing the back to somebody who's actually siphoning off other people's talent, surrounding themselves with Ooh, other Lord. people, mm-hmm. taking mm-hmm. their ideas, right? Yep. And, and so when you deal with that, you know what I'm saying, you you, you can't, you know, have that. And you got to be around people. So, when you know, my guy Levon, when he calls in, my brother Rodney Smith, you know, being around people like that, great people, uh, brother Q-Bear, uh, people who don't, like, hold you back, those are the folks you want to surround yourself right. with. Because, Tiff, uh, to be honest with you, I, like I said, again, I'm going to say it and I'm going to park and land on this one. I told you at, at the jump, you had a cool – you had a cool set of friends, and they could help you do everything wrong. Oh yeah, but when it was when it's time for you to get right, you are gonna see how those friends shed. Right. And it's so and it's so many people you know that we've been just discovering like because you work with the youth, mm-hmm. girls and everything, and that's the pushing that agenda right now. Even me working with my children or anyone that we come in contact with, it's like letting them know how to unlock that. Like, to unlock that greatness part, because somewhere, you know, unfortunately, something has been missed. The world has done a whole 360 of, even like with the potentially, with your potential of being great back in the day versus now. I look at so many of our young girls, like, they do not know. And we starting at the borderline, because we always talk about the adults. We are so into this, like, that healing, getting ourselves together at, at this big age. We are missing... So it's like our life is what it is, even though we still have to do the work as well. Right. But it's like the kids, like when you look at the little boys, the little girls, like yeah. they are missing it. Yes. Um, yes. And that's that's what I wanted to be like. Like, like when can we start pushing the agenda for our youth 
versus now. It's so many girls. That kills, but that kills the consumerism. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I heard yeah. that. I heard that before. Because, like I told you before, about the whole self healing conversation, it's only really targeted to women, so women can buy more products, buy more seminars, <laughs> buy more vacations, <laughs> more buy, empowerment, buy, 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 buy homes that you can't maintain. Like honestly, like literally, because what it is is just a consumer. It's a it's a consumer pitch. When you really start talking about children, and we're looking at our kids in the in the reading gaps that we got, as much as everybody's saying <sighs> that they're healing, they're saying that in the state of Minnesota, children fourth grade lower are all reading at a below level yep. on and, average. And, oh, and that's true. So, but 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 ask yourself this question: How can you put into your kids' learning when you put into your time? hanging out so we start talking about unlocking greatness and how do you unlock your potential you have to surround yourself with people who are going to push you to be great and you got to push other people to be great and let me say this about pushing people to be great it does not mean that you dictate their future you allow them to nurture and develop their future around you and have a safe space to fail as well as to succeed and that is one of the things that I think our community has a hard time doing allowing people to fail as well as succeed every failure in business like so being an entrepreneur for myself the first thing I tell people all the time I'm broke most of the time you know why because my money goes my money goes into my business now I still have people hitting me up to do this to do that you know when it comes to money or what have you but most of my money like it goes into business and then sometimes I gotta hit up my guy Trav like yo hey famo I need XYZ why because I I want to buy this over here for the business and I'm going to just have to get you back when I get this invoice of 25K. So I got to do it that way sometimes. That's business. as an entrepreneur. I don't work like I don't have the even though I got many of nine to fives. My money is not like everybody who got a nine to five. Right. I'm trying to build a billion dollar business. So I can't build a billion dollar business and keep cash on me and not invest in that right. business. What would be some things is because you are an empowerment coach, what, like if you had people come to you, what are some of the things that you kind of navigate to make sure that they know how to unlock their greatness or to even to see if they are great? Like what's some indicators that you know? Well, first and foremost, when when I have uh, clients come to me for coaching, I immediately ask them why they want to be coached. Right. Mm-hmm. Because. I mean, I, you can pay me, but if you're not willing to do the work, then because I don't accept everybody. Right. So if you're not willing to do the work, then you can just give me a donation. Right. Because at that point, you're actually realizing that you need assistance with it. My coaches, they some of them come broken. Some of them don't know left from right. Until I give them the pathway to see their greatness. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, they got to take off all the negative stuff. Like you got to, you got to get to the root of what's happening with you. And a lot of them not ready for that. Right. And it's okay because I'm, I can't coach you right now, because you have to be able to take accountability. Yeah. Also, be responsible for the choices that you have made in the past and let that go so you can move forward. Some people don't want to move forward. Right. Though, and it's okay. Right. And who and do you think that most people that do you think that everybody is born with a certain type of greatness? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, everybody. Uh, everybody. Everybody got to get right. Right. Everybody. We all got choices. Yes. We all got choices. Now, don't get me wrong. There's circumstances that can happen in your life where someone can uh, block right. your process, mm-hmm. or I should say, hold up your process. We we've all been there. Yep. But you arrive when you arrive. And one thing that I do want to say to younger people out there is that don't think you have to be wealthy at the age of a rapper or a basketball player. Most millionaires in this country begin at 54 years of age. 
And not that, that, not, that's key right there. Cause not 21, times, not 22, not in your, your 40s. All of this stuff that we've been taught in our community about success, most people are successful in their 50s. They're trying to figure it out still through their 40s. Right. But what you have to understand and where I feel like we, we're stumbling as a collective is you still have to plant those seeds for tomorrow, right? So if I'm looking at my daughter, Radiant, shout out to her, by the way, who just got accepted to an early college program. So she's going to graduate high school yeah, 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 with yeah, her yeah. associate's degree. So when I'm looking at my daughter and I'm saying, all right, so what do we got to do to, you know, to put into her to make her get where she is or my sons? It's, it's just a process, man. You ain't always as a parent, you know what I'm saying? You ain't always got it together either, but you got to do today and you got to do tomorrow at the same right. time. Right. You can't put it all on today. So if your whole if you are trying to be great in this moment and your children or your friends and your family, if you're not helping them be great, what happens if you fall? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it, you know, there's a thing when you talk about the lineup of greatness. Everybody has a lineup of greatness within them. Mm-hmm. But then you got to check with self. You got to check with self to make sure that you are, are checking self. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of people get misconstrued of what your greatness is mm-hmm. because they always want to put you in a box. They always yep. want to put yep. you in, in something. And then all of a sudden they think that you're conceited. Well, it's not being conceited. You're just convinced. Hello, and you know, confident. And, 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 and confident. Yes. And, and that, those, those two C words will take you a long way. But besides that, it's like everybody got a lineup of greatness in them. Facts. We just got to change our language of how we talk to each other Facts. and how we treat each other. And then we'll be better off with how we live. And, and listen, to be great is to be stubborn. Yes. Let, let me tell you, <laughs> yes. don't, 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 don't feel, don't, stubborn. Don't, don't, don't let nobody tell you because you got a, a mark that you're marching on and you dri- you got to drive. I had this debate so much, like, honestly, with people that's close to me who I would say, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Well, you need to do this. You need to do it this way. I ain't asked you that. And, and, I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, uh, that's not the conversation. Right. The conversation is me telling you what it is that I'm trying to do. Why are you trying to tell me that it ain't going to be done this way? You ain't even trying to put your mind to do this. You've been an employee your whole life. Right. <laughs> right? Now you're going to tell me how the lawyer, the employee. You're going to tell me how to boss <laughs> up. And, and, and it's like, yo, and, and, and we had this conversation, Tiff, when I told you, like, when I first started this, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm not doing no 501c3. I mean, I'm going to do one for the foundation so I can put money into the business to get right. a charity. But I'm not building my business with nonprofit dollars. Why? Because I feel like it's important for us as a people to build something from the ground up. I right. want to be able to create 20 new black millionaires within the next five years. I want to be able to change the things like policing in our community. And that's what I'm doing. Like, I don't even I'm so stubborn with it. Like my conversation, I tell you, all there's a, a millionaire. Local millionaire that be giving money to all uh, for, uh, philanthropic stuff. Dude t- called me on the phone. We're supposed to have a meeting. So I'm like, all right, cool. He told me for weeks we're going to meet. So then one day he calls me out of the blue. And he was like, yo, just send me your business plan. I'm going to have somebody look at it. And then I'm going to get back to you. I sent him a nice email. <laughs> no, sir, that won't be happening. I'm a man right, of my word. Right. You told me that you were going to, <laughs> we were going to do uh, coffee or what have you. I am not sending you my right. business plan. I hope God continue to bless you in abundance. Yes. But uh, I don't even know if I won't even do business with you. I've never sat down, shook your hand, had a conversation. That was passed on from one person to another. And by the way, my man, I'm not trying to get a handout from you. I'm trying to get you to invest in That's the business. Any, yeah. right, it's right. a little different. So I'm trying to get, I'm trying to make you... I'm trying to get you to make money versus to just give money. 
So this is a different conversation than what you're used Absolutely. to dealing with with my Absolutely. people. And so you have to be stubborn to be successful. And I was thinking about that. It, like even when I when my when, under my marriage. Three seven seven three four five six with that six one two in front. And I remember tough. I wanted to make that big jump to where we to where I am today, like right. to, twenty years ago. And it's right. like okay, now you at this age, <laughs> now. and now we just we moving so fast because at this age, when we once we on fire, we just on fire. We just right. keep that line and just keep going. There's not like you said, being stubborn, nobody could stop it. But I remember when I was in a relationship, just like trying to be that teamwork yeah. of trying to explain to this person that I already knew what. I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it right. and where I was going but it was like it was always that nudge of because of and that's another point like you cannot be in agreement or talk to people that don't know their greatness because right. right. if they Absolutely. don't know their greatness Absolutely. they're going to pour that and fast forward 20 years later while I'm already on fire and doing what I'm doing in right. my business everything is like I can hear him saying like Oh, I always knew. Uh, well, no, like I wish I would have listened to you because mm -hmm. working for somebody because I was at this young age, like I'm not working before the uprising. Right. And I don't even I wanted to talk about this. Right. Too, but before the uprising, before the murder of George Floyd, right. I'd always said that I was not going to be right. working for, uh, you know, the white folks or whatever. Right. And I said that I was going to be by myself. I was tired of it because I was right. dealing with all the, right. the stuff that was going on in the workplace. But I was like, hey, I'm I'm talented enough to. To do this, I just need your support. Right. You know, in the marriage, like, I'm like, okay, so if I'm not working, let me go ahead and take off on this. The bills, you can cover them right now until right. we get to where we at. And he could not see it. Mm. So that's another thing. Like, you got to understand who you're connected to when yes, you're Lord. great. Yes. Because the person that you connected to, if they don't feel their greatness or know who they are, they, they will stagnate. Yeah, they stagnate gonna, you, gonna, you know? They're going to stunt yours. They're not going to support what you do. They're right. Ask. And they can't see it. But uh, the other thing, too, is while you're trying to do what you do, they're going to want you to pivot from your piece to help right. them with their piece okay. and never support you so those are some of the things and, and one one other piece that i want to say before we take this caller in is that you have to really have tunnel vision yes yes the things that common people say you need to pay attention to and y'all notice every great person whether they're in business activism whatever they got some kind of shortcoming mm -hmm. like like you can say dr king and then they'll be like oh yeah but he cheated you can say you can say some business person and they're gonna say oh but he was uh, he was a narcissist whatever it may be when you take a look at when you are focused and you got tunnel vision yeah typically to be great things that common people pay attention to you will neglect and Q we know we got that call on line caller come on um, what up fam. What's up? Up? Happy Saturday. Hey. That's the full pin. That's my piece right there. This Buquan. Oh, hey, we know that voice. Good morning, Buquan. <laughs> What's happening? Y'all know y'all got the number one show in the Twin Cities right that now. That part. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, I just called to tell y'all that I love getting up every Saturday listening to y'all. Hey, Thomas, I can't wait to meet you, brother. Oh, likewise, bro. We're going to definitely uh, come out to uh, December the 1st. I'm going to be out there with them. You know, if I'm coming out, it got to be epic. So I know, right? I'm going right. to be with the Overhill Club <laughs> on December 1st. Where's that at, Tiff? And, uh, come on out, meet us. Uptown Ties, 1400 Lagoon. Yeah, it's gonna be at six o'clock, bro. Cause I ain't gonna be out too late. I'm trying to get to this. I'm trying to get to this uh, app and get it big, bro. So come on out, and we gonna. I'm gonna do it up from six to ten. Yeah, six. Yeah, to I'm gonna do it up, bro. Come out, hang out with me, man. We can sit down, I'll grab you some food or drink or something, man. Come on, let's do it up. And Buquan, oh, and, and Buquan, I wanted to just say this to you because now I know that you are starting a career with the voiceovers right. and everything. Um, and you can, if you would talk about it a little bit about not knowing your greatness as far as when you said that you stepped out, kind of give a little short uh, testimony of how you came out with you, knowing that you had the voice to do what you need to do for the Twin Cities. Wow. All my life, I couldn't stand my voice. 
Not to mention, I didn't like reading aloud all my life. I didn't read aloud, didn't even read to my kids that much. And I feel bad about that. But it was one day during Juneteenth of 2021, I took that chance during an Xfinity training class and said, one, two, three, went out there and read. I read and I couldn't believe I did it. I was nervous. I was frightened. And when I did that, it's like the skies opened up. You know, to some people, the sky is the limit, but not for me. It's not. I mean, it was the world of possibilities. And from that point on, I started to see things that I couldn't even believe. I'm like, wow, I didn't know I had this in me. Right. But it's in everyone. Right. It's up to us to figure it out, but it's up to us to be around people that can help us. Because right. we all need help. Right. Every last one of us need help. And it was people that was pushing me, like, you're this, you're like this. You're reminded. God gave you reminders every single day. It's up to us to to listen to it. Right. You know, to execute. And once you do, trust me, it's going to become a habit, and you're going to be living happy in the confidence. Listen, nothing can stop me. Right. That's it, bro. Do hey, it up. Nothing you. can stop me. Thank you, Buquan. And, and that's the thing, man. You just got to do it up, man, because, really, you have to have a level of confidence in yourself that others don't see. Yeah. And that's, you know, if you talk about Jordan, they talk about drive. You talk about uh, Jerry Rice, they talk about drive. Look look at Deion Sanders and his drive. Mm. And even though his team may be losing right now, but you see brother ain't shaking, you see his yeah, confidence level. <laughs> he got a plan. He know where it got to go, so he understands that. And that goes on to business as well, man. You have to look at all of these business minds who actually like starting off and, and, and did it from the ground up. You got to be, you have to be steady with your own hand. Yeah. And the moments you quit, typically you, you really stop too short for your success. So that's why you should never give up. Take your time and arrive right. right. And at this big age, I've always been like attracted to greatness. I'm like, that's been something like besides like the look, the financial thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. I've always been attracted to greatness. Let's uh, take she this said, call. She said she'd been a, a, yes. tra- a, a gold digger. A caller, go ahead. No, a great digger. She said the financial thing. Go ahead, caller. I, I cannot. Money. Why y'all? <laughs> All right, caller. <laughs> What's up? Hey, hello. Oh, welcome back on Europe. Thank you, Jackie. Yes. <laughs> How you doing? How was our uh, Europe? Absolutely fabulous. Good, good. That's we missed good. you last week. I missed y'all too, but I was having too good of a time where I was. So <laughs> okay. I ain't gonna lie. We know. <laughs> so how so what you think about that, Auntie, about the drive and, and the whole nine you know, life to I've be been, great? Of course, I've been listening for the last twenty minutes or so. And, and you guys are totally on point today. I love it about that. Because that's that's what makes this show so good. You're on point. And um I agree that the absence of parental support as a child goes a long way towards a person or being positive about themselves. And once they get to be adults, if they don't get that as a child, it's a lot of undoing that has to be done to re- erase that negative experience or that negative exposure that they've gotten. So, um, and that, that negative exposure is a great impact on their psyche as an adult. And you never lose that. You have to undo that. And you never, if you don't get that praise constantly as a child, it's a lot of undoing on your psyche that we have to do as an adult. But there has to be preparation for greatness. And that part of that relationship you have with your parents is that preparation for greatness. You don't know where you are. You have to pay attention to your child. I know my son, he had a sensitivity to other people at a young age. I started looking at that and I go, he 
he's going to be able to influence people. And now he's a child psychologist, and he loves it, and he works with these kids, and he is doing that, and it came naturally to him. And I told him growing up, you should work with children because you have a connection. He would walk in church, and all the kids would say, oh, he's here. And I said, you ain't no rock star, but they just loved him. And once he he continued to nurture that, he went to school and he got his two degrees in child behavioral science, and now he's a child psychologist, and he's doing good at it. But a lot of what he does is give that positive feedback to those children that, unfortunately, they don't always get at home. And that'll be a person that they can go to as they continue to develop into adulthood. And, um, and, and when you're doing your thing, don't consider yourself stubborn. You, know, uh, you say you are stubborn. You ain't stubborn. You are focused. Oh, okay. You are determined. <laughs> you are driven. People always want to get something negative to say about what you're doing when you're on your path. When you're on your path to greatness and you tell somebody what you're doing and they start downing you and then they say you're stubborn, you ain't stubborn because you ain't listening to them. You are focused because you're listening to your higher power. Auntie Jackie. Hey. Auntie Jackie. He be smiling every time. Yeah. Auntie Jackie. I, I, Auntie Jackie I, I tell people this all the time. If I got haters, I don't even know because I don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I don't even. When somebody starts talking to me negative, I don't even. I just sit there and smile. They think I'm just all into what they're saying, and I'm all into you got to. I just got to bad this two minutes that you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Auntie Jackie, for calling. You know what What she said was very important. It goes back to, to like piggybacking. Yeah piggybacking on that is like how important it is for us to get the message out that we got this platform to let all of the the young uh, people that's raising kids and you know doing the work or you know have a platform to do any of that to let that person know how great they are because a lot of that was missing like she said undoing it when you growing up like you don't know how great you is because who had time to be pouring into your children I mean we did but like our parents like to really be sitting there pouring into our children to you know let them know that they're great or you know let them know that they have some potential inside of them so for me when I look at the world and look at Facebook and look at social media and listen to what we hear all the time it's like that is missing to for people to be pouring into that's the problem everybody to know the problem with social media yeah I think social media not pouring no greatness but but I think social media (laughs) pushes people to be pseudo great Mm. So where you have to look great, right, but right. you don't have to be great. Right. Okay, and so Thomas. that's the conversation on social media. Social media is so much about appearance and what things look like versus what things really are. And when you do see people who do pour their heart out, we, we all say it like, yo, they're doing too much. But really, social media is not a place for people to be uh, fully transparent. And that's that's the main thing. So for me. I just say to people just on a consistent basis, you just have to be able to just get yourself around. Put your people in real life around you that's right, going to support right. you. Okay, thank and you. And then I want to talk about the religion part you as got well, one more call. You, you know we're supposed to be going into Diddy. Don't be going too far into religion because I know how you is. <laughs> All right, Carla, what's going on? Oh, I, I'm sorry. This ain't Jackie again. But you're absolutely right. We have to be able to 
confused social media for what it was originally intended for. And it's too big. Social media is too influential. And that goes back to that parenting again. You have to know what's going into and being fed into your children. And we can't let this social media dominate the influence over our children. We have to dominate that influence over our children. Social media is there, but we don't have to use it the way that we're using it. Our children are getting too much influence from that social platform. Be a parent and make sure you know what's going into your kids' heads. No, thanks, Auntie Jackie, and I agree with that. And the pivot. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I want you to do your thing. Then I'm going to pivot after you. Oh, no, no. And, uh, no, I was just saying I had uh, made a list of, you know, just different things that Mm -hmm. can impact uh, you not knowing your greatness or your potential churches. We had, like, religion, um, friends, naysayers, your home being uh, brought up. And I know I remember back in the day. It's so funny right now because I'm on a podcast and talking. Like, when I was into my... um, in church or she or whatever uh when i was in church like i remember that they would have us assigned to read the announcements right and my friend she would shout out uh emily we would read the announcements and like if we messed up on that sunday or whatever like he would be like oh you cannot do the announcements next week but i mean like you standing in front of like 200 people for your first time instead right. of cultivating right. us being able to speak it was more so and it's so funny because my friend did like a um a, a, a conference or something and i was just like literally in the back crying because i'm like once somebody when you're reading the announcements and like you're trying to do you know present in front of these people for your first time of course you're gonna be nervous right it's her holding the whole conference so that was a big thing like when i was taking notes about this i'm like yeah that's another thing we have to be careful of these religion groups that we're getting into like telling you can't sing you know how many people that's famous right now the celebrities that's singing and everything like oh well when i went to this they said that i couldn't sing jordan or whatever that little story about when he his coach told him that he wasn't good that was a made up story. That was a made up story. Oh, well, I don't know. But anyway, it but it's like still that. made up. If it's made up or not, it was just the point of somebody telling you who you're not. Right. You know to what I mean? To push you to Right. And I do remember that. Like now, like I could speak comfortable comfortably in front of a crowd or whatever. But I remember when I read the announcements, like, oh, well, you can't do it. Like, who, who does that? Like somebody that knows that you're great, this is another thing. Somebody that knows that you're great, they're going to be having your back Walkers. to make sure to make sure that you are great. They're going to do like when I met Thomas, when I met you or whatever, like, oh, like your potential is great. Like, what do you want to do? Like, you need to read this. I remember, like, my circle would push me to be to that to that place yeah. of excellence. And, you know, that's another thing for everybody that's listening. Make sure whoever you're with that they're pushing you to that point of excellence. If that person is not, if you're feeling in your gut to know who you are, circle yourself with people that's going to make you feel happy enough or, you know, to get the courage to build <laughs> on that. You know what I mean? Hey, so uh, 612-377-3456, Rashika is the number. My man Levon said people need to stop telling Beyonce that she can sing. Uh-oh. Uh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, listen. Somebody was having that debate hey, on social hey, media. Hey, <laughs> listen, y'all tripping. But but it, I'm, glad he, I'm glad he brought up Beyonce as we pivot into this conversation about Diddy and Cassie which is one of the biggest conversations that's happening on the net Uh, Cassie put out a lawsuit with Diddy Right. Claims that he raped as well as abused her (sighs) you guys have to check it out and read it for yourself to make your own decision wait a minute I want to say this when you said because I used to love her song so me and you I used to love that song so she was great a great singer right but go ahead (laughs) <laughs> and no, no, no. And, and listen, man, uh, I, I want to say this out there because I think it's very important. We ain't got to talk about Diddy and Cassie. We ain't got to talk about the celebrities. But if you're being abused out there, 
man, break away, go get you some help and, you know, save yourself. Because a lot of times people get abused and they give abusers excuses mm. or you can't find people to surround yourself with. Because I listening to her, her or watching and reading what she wrote, she was trying to break away. And powerful people, it's hard to break away from. Right. That's why when we had these conversations on the Internet about people paying your bills and somebody doing this, that and the third for you, you got to be careful of what you asking to come into your life. Because a person that's powerful, that got more than you, they can destroy your life, too. Ooh, yes. Lord. As much as they can take care of you. You know, like she said, she got introduced to dope by that guy. She never did drugs until she was dealing with him. He forced out a relationship with another young entertainer that we don't hear about anymore. And I wonder why Ryan Leslie just fell off the map. But that was his girlfriend at first. And so we have to always look at this stuff when we talk about it on in social media about half and half and paying all. That's one of the things that I always said on this show. Yeah, you want somebody that's going to do all of that? What type of control is that person going to have over you? Mm-hmm. Why everybody's making this fairy tale about somebody doing all of these things financial for you? There he goes. That's Mr. He paid her everything. And what would he do, according to her? Beat her and shower her with gifts. Yes. Rape her and shower her with gifts. Force her to do things that is embarrassing to her. Film it and then remind her when she was trying to break away that he had it. Oh, you're not answering my calls? I'm going to have these music execs call you and tell you it's a good thing for you to call me or your record ain't coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sign you to a 10-year contract or 10-album contract. As you know, Q, if you got a 10-album contract, that means you ain't going nowhere. But that, but that's just usually how people in power, that goes back to however great she was because as we can see, she's proceeding in life. And she had the little song that I like. But it's just there's some people that's in the the position of power you know take be, be, that before we then, did, before we had that. a call to come in Q, i want to hear from ella wilson because she is an empowerment coach i want everybody to talk on this because we we glamorize a lot of stuff on social media as well on, on these on these airwaves as well i've heard certain shows talk about it this is the side latoya what i'll be talking about the other side of the game that nobody ever want to talk, talk about, about yeah. you want mm-hmm. you, you want to go to these nice restaurants you want to get these uh private jet flights now take that take that as he would say and take that take that for her was either a kick to the face or even being raped right. when you hear stories like that how do you feel well for one we talked about how we could never imagine ourselves in those situations. Right. You can't imagine yourself in the situation because you're not in the situation. We also talk about how they wanted something from somebody. They wanted the, the fame, the glam, all those things, but at what cost? And that's the part that we don't look at what is costing us for our mental health, our physical health, our sanity, to be quite yeah. honest. And when women, uh, mostly I have women clients when they come to me talking about the things that they want in a relationship and I ask them also is this something that you already have is this something that you can bring for yourself right so that you don't have to depend on somebody else to do those things for you and most times the answer is no because they they've never lived that they know they see it so they want it versus giving it Bringing it, I'm sorry, to the table themselves. And since the eater said that financial abuse is real, and yes, oh, absolutely. Tiffany Lee said uh, back in the day, you was a drug dealer's girlfriend. All right, let's take this call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a whole perspective, different perspective. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, this Triple OG Sulamar. Hey. hey. What's up, hey. Doctor? Talk to us. 
For sure. My birthday is November 29th, Sagittarius. Hey, 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 hey we in here. November 30th, uh, baby. You better be at my party. For sure. I want to talk about the Diddy situation. Uh, Cassie was 19 when she met him. Where is the parents? Because everything y'all been talking about starts at home. Well, the parents, according to her, what he was doing was he separated her from, isolated her from her parents. And what he would do was use the business as a way. Right. Like one time he invited her out for a private show because she had a boyfriend, Ryan Leslie. He invited her out to a show in Miami. Come to find out there was no show. It was him in a club by himself. He used that to separate her from her family as well as her boyfriend. So he would do things like that because, hey, this is what predators do. And while we're talking about surviving R. Kelly. Right. While we're talking about surviving R. Kelly, by the way, this is a man that's also accused of killing the goat, Tupac Shakur, and also had something to do that triggered the whole murder of Biggie Smalls. Why do people think because people dance and talk about love all day that they're not doing things like what he's doing? Right. That's the crazy part about it. I remember when Pac was alive, Pac was a troublemaker. That's what everybody said. Oh, he he oh this Diddy ain't this. Diddy's a good guy. Ask his 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 dead baby mom how he used to beat her too. Um, oh, well you could ask Carisha about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, if and I always I always look, I look I always look on the other side like Wait, wait, caller, were you done? Or you just, that was just her question. Oh, okay. I still say, where is the parents? Because at 19 years old, you couldn't separate my kids from me, and I raised four of them by myself. Right. Right. And that's the part, that's what I was just about to say. Like, we have, I don't know, we just always look at the outcome of, of just things. And for me, just... Even growing up in Chicago, however the, the, the dynamics was of growing up and what we did, it was just like some of these stories to me, I always want to be like, it just make me be like, mm. Because cause originally, like what we don't talk about is like originally this is what they are sought out for. This is the life that they want by right. any means yeah. necessary. Yeah. Then when they get in it. And they okay. don't know though. They don't know what they signed Girl. up for. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. you see, Girl, all yeah. you see is the glitz, the glam, yeah. because Girl. you're seeing what they show you. You're not seeing the behind <laughs> okay. the scenes and what happened know. backstage. Because okay. you, because you don't. Know, because here's the thing. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy to me because you do know. If a lion is, hunting, and I know, and anybody if, that's out there that do a, know that know six one two three seven seven three four five six, you know. So yeah, give us a call. Let's talk about <laughs> Cassie for the last seventeen minutes. And Wait, let me, let me. Can I say something right quick? Go ahead. Do your So. Tiffany, mm. just like when you apply for a job, right? This uh, this is how I'm gonna equate this. Just like when you apply for a job, you see the job description, mm-hmm. you look, you fall in love with that job description, right? Right. You get hired on, you get there to that job, right. And it ain't what the job description said, right? There so that's but, how I but equate because that you want to eat and feed your family, you stay but, there but, and but, you do the tiff, requirements of that tiff, job. But Tiff, as you know, I'm just saying, like just living people in this who, side pe- people who are mentally and mm. physically abused. She was there for a minute. She was there because he wasn't letting her go. That's why you got to go back and read the documents of what he was doing. Every break came with him coming, forcing himself back and using that music contract as a way to control a young person. You ain't fully developed in the head till you're about 26 years old anyway. Mm. So you got a 19 year old that you start off with. Even her first encounter with him, he forced himself onto her, kissing her. So you got to understand a lot of what he was doing. And by the way, all this is after the contract is signed. So you're signed to his label. So in order for you to be able to be famous, you either do this 
or you are ruined in the industry. Let me tell y'all, this musical industry has a whole lot of different hidden things that, that exist yeah. within it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of it I can talk about it and some of it I can't just because of what it is because y'all figure out who some of the other players are when it comes to that aspect of it. But but you have to look at when when you got somebody that's young and they want to be in the business, they they would do pretty much all of anything and everything yeah. in order to be there. Yeah. Then when they get there and find out it's a whole new ball game, then they got to figure out how to try to get out. The hardest part is getting out of somewhere where you love to be at. Right. right. And 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 that's that's one of the one of the key things. The other part when when somebody takes control, is just like a relationship. You got your heart. Your heart is going to be that number one thing that they that they pull. But then the other thing is is your mind. Right. If you got somebody else's mind in control, you can control them to do anything and everything. And if you give somebody something that they ain't never had, and then all of a sudden they see it as if that's the best thing since sliced bread, yes. they're gonna eat that bread till either they get sick of it, right, or or or, or they or they looking for more bread. But because I, some of them, some of them are in that business side of it before for just that celebrity status stuff, right. And I, I, and 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 it means nothing when your soul is gone. I, I would say this though. Because you have to go back and read the documents to understand nobody's pouring out that much and explaining that detail. Yeah, they, they, they don't tell what, you. What the situations are at, what happened, who was there. Uh, Cassie's a beautiful woman. For any man to be kicking her in her face and beating her that way over and over again, that's ridiculous. And we, we could always make up these excuses for dude because that's what we do. Like that's the that's kind of the problem. We we feel like abuse has to look a certain way. Now, right. if this was Suge Knight that we was having this conversation about, everybody would be like, "Yo, they can believe it." Yeah, but not the party yeah. guy. See, that's, but, but but then look at look at at him within itself and making the band. How many people did oh, he have yes. going to get cheesecake? But but yes, that but but, that but, but irritated but Q, my whole soul. Q, those girls from making the band, the the white girl. That's why she says she's not signing the NDA. That's why they're saying none of them, none of the girls, the women signed the bad boy are not signing the NDAs. You got to understand why. New York just had a law that that it's, it's a survivor's law where you can go back and file a civil lawsuit against someone who have raped or abused you. And they yesterday was the deadline for people to make those grievances. Mm. That's why that came out with Cassie so quick. And it's also why he settled before the day was up as well. If it wasn't true, he wouldn't have offered to pay her eight figures before right. she released that document. Absolutely. He would have fought that. Yeah. He would have and, fought that. And, and, and my thing about, about making the band is the stuff that they were showing and things that they had to do in order to make the band. Right. It was it was about them wanting to be in the band. They wanted to be an artist. They wanted to be a background singer. But they Q, wanted... let me let me say this too, because everybody keeps asking about a father. I, I was about to make this point. When lions hunt in the jungle, they don't go after the biggest buck. They're not going after the the buck with the father there. Right. They're going after the one that's away from the pack and the weakest. Mm-hmm. That's how predators attach themselves to people anyway. Absolutely. This is why our really... daughters who are so strong-headed, who are always bucking their parents, who are never listening, end up in abusive situations. Because we don't talk about how some of us separate ourselves from the pack as well to end up being prey. 
Yep. And, that's, and that's what Chip OG had said. He was like, where was the fathers at? And that's the thing about it. Because if we... If no, no, somebody asked that. P asked that on the If we too. watching the um, the Surviving R. Kelly documentary, some of them did have fathers. But if the father is a... Mm-hmm. But if the, they did if have the, a home. But if the father is weak... Right. And a predator can sense the weakness in your dad, it's just as bad as having no dad there at all. Like, like this is the thing I... I just don't want the, I just don't for me in my opinion because it's the four opinions. I just don't want to like put it on out there that these people are they just trip and fall and get into these situations. Ultimately, they have their eyes on the prize and they get into these situations um, voluntarily. And then when they get into the situation, of course, there's a different requirement from what they think that they're looking at. But we can't just say like they have what it is like if you go in with an agenda. Like if you meet somebody, it's like this happens every day. You go into a job, whatever. Like you said, you go in with an agenda of you already being wrong because you like you're looking at this person, got this money. I want to get into the situation doing this. You already have a purpose of what your ultimate goal is to get into it. You want to get financially secure. You want to be in fame. You want to do this stuff. Yet when you get into it, then you become the victim after you already got into it to do this this certain thing. Mm-hmm. Then you get, and then once all this stuff happened to you while you're doing it, now oh, like I'm the the victim, but, and not saying not you know whatever happened to them, I feel bad for it. But it's like ultimately, let's start there. Like even if the the men are preying on them, um, the fathers are not around. However, you have a same agenda of why you're joining but this. But joining this but if you volunteer for the army. Right. You can volunteer to go to college. Right, and how many hold people on. get into the army and be like, oh, I didn't know what I signed hold, hold, up. Hold, now they signed let, up for let, four hold on, years. Hold on, hold on, let me finish. I got plenty let, of let parents me, let, let me finish because I'm talking about women. Mm. You can volunteer to be in the military. You can volunteer to go to college. Two places that women are raped mm-hmm. predominantly at. Yeah. That's not what they signed up for. Right. When you sign up for success or you sign up for whatever, it's like what Latoya said. The job description doesn't come with abuse. It doesn't come with drug usage. And also, it does not come with predatory practices. Nobody's walking around with, I'm a predator on my forehead. Right. And I think if people (laughs) understood that, then people would stay away from it. And I don't like the idea, and this is why women don't share their stories, and I get it when sisters say, this is why they don't tell. Mm -hmm. It's because when you do tell that you are a victim, somehow you become the pariah as well. Hey, caller. Uh, what do you think about this story about uh, Diddy and Cassie? Good morning, people. This is Sheikah. How y'all doing? Good morning. If you better be talking about Diddy and Cassie, Sheikah, I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, Tiff actually took it of my mouth. You took it right out her mouth. I, you what? know, whether oh. you have, what do you have? your daddy or your mama, you know, if they was on drugs or if they was working two or three jobs to make ends meet to take care of you, it's still about the choice that you make. Um, some some people have have a uh, better, they're in better position to make better choices, but you still have that choice to make. So, you know, when you make that choice, when you go into it, you see all the all the blitz and yeah I'm gonna I'm make all this money I'm gonna do all that mm-hmm. and that's what you're looking at I want the money I want this I want the fame I want to be able to say you know I was I, I dated Diddy or whoever the right. the person is at the time um, and and that's still not to say that everything that happened to her was okay because it wasn't but 
it was about the choice that she made. It's not okay that he he took advantage of her in that situation. But you know, she made that choice. She went into it with a with an idea, and it didn't happen that way. And, and yeah, thank you, thank you, Sheikah. And that's why I was saying that, like, I because I both crazy. No, because no, no. because because here's the thing, y'all on the outside looking we, in. We got another call. Okay, but well, wait a minute. <laughs> we you on because I get. I it. ain't a woman. I'm gonna let y'all no, talk. Wait, wait. No, I get it. Because, hey, listen. It's not Thomas saying this. It's wait, Tiff saying but listen, this. Listen, right. This Tiffany and this is my opinion because it, it's always a different perspective. I had the people that's on the outside looking in versus the people that live that life. Because whoever I dated when I got married. Understanding when I was in my circumstances, when I was with them, Mm -hmm. it was to be able to. My main thing was looking at the money. My main, my second thing was like I got these four children to raise. My third thing was like this is a this gonna make it better because it's nine to five or welfare, whatever. It's not gonna get it. So ultimately, whatever I endured in those relationships, at that point, you don't even think about it. How important it is, or what what are you supposed to be like? You are in survival mode, so you're doing whatever you need to do to live this lifestyle, to be in this lifestyle. So that's why I always when these stories come out i'll be like mm. because i know uh, uh how how i had to dictate my journey in that position to make sure that them folks was taken care of all right let's get this call of surviving chicago heights we'll go back to that later on <laughs> down your radio. my radio isn't on um i wanted to say this i think whether it's survival or sacrifice i think nobody deserves to be abused or misused i think people make choices and their choices come from uh, not only their environment that they live in, but the environment surrounding them when they step outside the threshold of their home. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy for people to say, yeah, um, she did this. This is the outcome. Uh, this is the consequences. These are the circumstances. I grew up with my father and my life. And I just want to say to the brother that's advocating on behalf of women, I I. I I do agree with a lot of what a lot of you, uh, most of you are saying. I do think it's important to have dads in your life. I don't even know, I don't think moms or dads um, understand how significant that is. I know coming up, I had a different perspective about dating and men than most of my friends that didn't have their dads in their life. And so the only thing I would say is that I think we have to be more conscious about how we think and what we say about people when we don't know their journey. Right. So thank you. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that and that and that's true from the word go. And, and like I say, we all we always are judging on one side about somebody because of a particular situation. Mm-hmm. But when but when like you're saying about the music industry, and I'm telling y'all, there's a lot of stuff that's on the backside burner that when you're trying to be in that that field, there's a lot of stuff that comes with it that. Because they've never been there. They don't know it exists. Right. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, all these things start happening. Yep. But my, my key thing on all of it is, including the R. Kelly thing, because I got my own opinion about that as well. There's a whole lot of other people that are wrapped around that that continues that stuff to happen. Right. And then it never gets mm-hmm. dealt with. And then right. they'll take one somebody who's ever the, the, the highlight person or the celebrity of the, of the joint and make that as the example. But then what about all them other people? Right. Because right is right and wrong yeah. is wrong. Right. Abuse should never happen regardless of what side it comes from. Right. And and we got to stop accepting it. But then we got to also speak on it, but speak on it in a manner that is not like you're jumping on somebody or you're accusing or you're making accusations about them. You're just being truthful. Hey, man, listen, when they said he paid $50,000 to the Continental Hotel 
to take the video away when he beat her the last time. That means that there's people out there who saw the video. Matter of fact, she came. She said she thought he was going to come back to her place and beat her some more. So she tried to come back to the place to, to apologize to him. The security at the Continental Hotel in Atlanta told her, we saw the video. We saw him hitting you with the glass. Go. And you need to get away from him as far as possible. The record execs from Sony, the concert promoters and other people that was telling this girl that she needed to make it right with him mm. when it wasn't even him talking to her. The problem is that it's the predatory thing, similar to R. Kelly, the people that were finding the young girls, the people in his the people in his circle that were finding young girls, telling him that they were over a certain age to get two hundred and fifty thousand dollars out of him. Tasha K for breaking in some of the records. And listen, man, it's it's so many sick people who know what's going on. And uh, we, we got three minutes left. Q, do we, we want to take this other caller? All right. Come on, caller. Because I know Hello? Tiff one more thing she want to say. I want right. to hear from Tiff. Hey, how you doing, Tiff? Hey, hey, good morning, y'all. What's up? You know who this is. And, yeah. and good morning to the good morning to the two brothers on there also. I want to say about that what T Diddy thing. I think he did. I think he did it, you know what I mean? Because he showed it, he paid the money. And then, like they said in the old days, the mob days, you know what I mean? If you got, in order to get the power, you got to get the money. You get the money, you get the power. You got the power, you can control a lot of situations. And he had the money and the power. He controlled her situation. And he done dirt to her. And he, that's what he gets. That's why he paid the money. He's guilty. Yeah, right. right. No, that, and that's still power and control because right. he's still. And in see, that, and see the caller who just called it. We can't get to it now. We only got two minutes. But the caller that's calling, you know how the dynamics was and how we grew up. It was way different. And it's like so. But too, however, too. But I and I had a father. Tip, tip, tip. So. Be, being from the hood, I know how well, things go. I know how. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm Southside family. Don't play with me. <laughs> hey, listen. At the end of the day, I'm a, everybody from the hood have seen that. But it doesn't necessarily make it right. And sometimes we have to be real and stand on principle when we're trying to say we're going to make this better. We talked about being great. If we're going to allow the younger people to be great, we got to foster a world where people can be more healthier. That doesn't help people be great if we allow people to be predators, to rape, beat or molest our yep. children, especially our young ladies. That's something that we really got to talk about. We get off into all the salacious conversations about deadbeat dads, about cheating. But yeah, we don't yeah. talk about pred real, true predatory practices. We don't talk about that because and how, to, and how to get them mentally prepared for those so they could identify when it is. Facts. So you know what that's I mean? what that is. That's but, a good one. but this was a dope show. Uh, Latoya got on her 12 watch hoodie. Right. Shout out to her. Posted it. Follow yeah. me so y'all can see it. Yeah, it's and, so uh, cute. <laughs> and we, we, we almost out. Hey, man, listen, I, I want to tell y'all, I'm glad y'all tuned in. If you get up early with us and you rock with us, y'all, hey, we appreciate y'all. Uh, the chat, we didn't get a chance to read all y'all stuff today. Y'all was in there going at it. I'm going to go in and inbox y'all and get y'all some T-shirts out. And make sure y'all come out December the 1st. We will be celebrating with the four opinions. We will be <laughs> at the Uptown Ties from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. on December the 1st. That's a Friday. Y'all make sure y'all come out. Y'all gonna actually get to meet Thomas Berry. Southside, we outside, and yeah, that's where it's outside. gonna be. At. He don't come sure. outside. Walter <laughs> Cuba Banks, we love hey. you guys. Thank you so much. Do it up. I've been looking at you all night. Yeah. <laughs> 
89.9 KMOJ FM and KMOJ HD1 Minneapolis St. Paul. Bringing unity to the community. 89.9 KMOJ, the people's station.